Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Today we're going to talk about springtime. That's right. It is springtime. There's all kinds of weather and growth and rebirth happening around us. A great metaphor for what our business community is going through now coming out of COVID. COVID-19 dominated 2020 for the majority 11 months of 2020. And now that we've gotten through the process, we're on the vaccine side and we go back to speaking of reopening and going back to business as normal or as usual the post-covid business environment if you will we're going to talk today about the fact that it's not a new normal it's simply the normal how to take the lessons how to take the tools how to take everything that we put together to survive 2020 and covid19 and move forward with the blessing with the guidance with the input of our audience because they are key. Now, that's what we're going to talk about today. So how are you going to manage the post-COVID business environment for your business? What will you do? How will you move forward? Are you trying to revert back to where you started, which is a bad idea? Or are you moving forward with all the lessons that you're taking with you from 2020 in the first quarter of 2021? Hopefully that's what you're doing as well. The easy, short answer to a question, and then I will elaborate because that's what we do here on the podcast, is your audience will tell you how they want you to do business in 2021 and possibly even 2022. When you try to decide if you can stop delivery or curbside, if you can stop online ordering, if the e-commerce you added to your brick and mortar needs to continue or if it should go away, etc., all of these things will be decided by your audience. The people who buy from you, the people who you service, the people that you have transactions with through their transactions, through their input, through their preferences will tell you the items and the services and the style and the presentation and everything else they want you to keep and the things that they want you to do away with. And ultimately, your audience the consumer are the ones involved in this decision-making process. They're the only ones involved. But you have to be open-minded enough to listen to them. If you want a business to be truly successful, you have to focus your attention on what the consumer wants and needs and then giving it to them in a way that you're capable of doing. It's a little bit of a discussion about profitability in there too, but we'll talk about that later because that's very secondary. But when you find the right combination of what consumers are looking for, something you're capable of delivering, it's something of value, and that's something sustainable, that's where profit comes into play, then you have a viable business situation. Now, of course, things were very viable, very up and running, very cost effective, very routine in the beginning of 2020, then were shut down, stopped, or at least altered in some way by the COVID-19 virus, the COVID-19 situation, the limitations to your business, the limitations to travel, the limitation to the supply chain, all of those good things. We all know it. We all live through it. We understand what we mean. But it's a year later, and it's a year of disruption. It's been a disruptive year, but that actually can be a good thing for business if you're willing to pay attention and you're willing to let your audience lead you down the path as opposed to your own preferences, your own ego, or the worst case scenario, 
just using your profitability to make your decision making. That's the worst reason why. So the last year, talked to you on this podcast a little bit, a lot on my business podcast, the Golden Group Neo Marketing Podcast, about the ideas of adapt, adopt, and pivot in the COVID-19 situation. So let me break those down for you. Let me give you some explanation of that. And then let me explain how that is going to be incorporated into how you move your business forward post-COVID 2021-2022. So let's start with the easy one, which is adapt. Simply changing the way you were doing business in a way that was more conducive to the situation, to the scenario. Having your servers wear masks, have your employees cleaning on a regular basis, changing your business hours, doing curbside delivery. These were adaptations. These were ways that you could adapt different processes to the process that you were already doing in order to make it work better in that situation. Because at the beginning, we didn't know what we were dealing with. We didn't know how the COVID-19 virus was transmitted, and we didn't know how to control it. And so there was a lot of adaptation of business so they could stay open, they could stay viable, so that people could receive the goods and services uh, of value that they needed as well, whether it was consumables, electronic devices, uh, perishables, etc., but it, that those transactions needed to continue, not because businesses need to make money, but because people need business transactions. They need these things in their life. We have to provide them as business owners and service providers. So we adapted to how those things happened. Now, as you go back or going to a post-COVID situation, how many of those adaptations do you keep and how many do you let drop? Again, the answer is what your audience is looking for, what their expectations are. If your audience is expecting your staff to stay masked up, and I suspect that'll be the situation, they'll expect the staff to stay masked up, but maybe the consumers themselves won't be, or there'll be more flexibility in their masks, especially as mask mandates around the country, cities and states are dropped. I still expect that a lot of consumers will hope and look for and expect you as the business owner for you and your employees, no matter what the transactional situation is, to take the steps of wearing masks, the continued cleaning, etc., in order to demonstrate trustworthiness and that you have their best interest in front of your own when it comes to your staff being protective of your guest. That's how I suspect it will happen. It may be slower or faster in some places than others, and they may get to a point where enough of the people who come to your business that do business with you say, hey, it's okay. We, we don't, we're not worried about the mask. You're fine. You can take that off. Or we truly appreciate your staff doing this, and we feel better about it. We're coming in more often. We're feeling more comfortable because of that. So pay attention to your audience. Listen to what they're telling you. If your audience continues to find a huge amount of value in your staff wearing the PPP and doing those things, then continue to do it. The PPE, right? Personal protection equipment. If your consumer appreciates that, continue to do it. Continue to build on that trust factor that you've created. Continue to demonstrate their value to you by doing small things like that. Now, at the flip side of that, though, of course, is will you require other guests, other shoppers, other people in your location uh, who are consumers to wear a mask or not? That's going to be a different situation. And again, it's going to depend on how things are going in your locale and how people's opinions are about it. But even if people get comfortable with, with consumers not having masks or 
a little bit more flexible in their social distancing. They're going to probably expect more out of business owners and employees to a point. So take that into consideration. Those are some of the ways we've adapted over this last year. In order to continue doing business, I think there'll be a lot of that that will stick around. They're the easiest things to put into place. So they'll be the things that will be the last things that we will pull back out of our business equation. So the next level up is adopt or adoptation. Adopting new or extra business practices, not just tactics, but actual business practices in order to be able to be viable during COVID-19. A great example of that is brick and mortar locations that adding e-commerce or delivery services, whether it was through a third party service or their own staff making deliveries. That was an adopt situation where they had to add something to their business model. A lot of businesses probably had thought about it. Some had maybe dabbled with the idea of using the third party vendors like Uber Eats and Postmates, etc. And had not done it because of cost, because of managing the situation, just simply weren't motivated to do so. The COVID-19 scenario forced that adopting of those ideas and practices. And most businesses that did adopt those ideas along with the standard business operating, which probably was restricted less in in person, in less people in your actual physical location, et cetera, even if the profit margins were thinner – and at first, maybe not at all, simply this cash flow situation where you're running running things through so that you didn't spoil or lose it uh, while we figured out the two weeks to flatten the curve, which eventually took a whole year. Those things should also be kept around as long as possible. You've invested time and money. And the, usually when you adopt something like this, it's a bigger decision. There's something, there's support that goes behind it. There's technology that goes behind it. There's training that goes behind it. There's training your staff and training of your customers and consumers. But now you have a year of data. You have a year of practice. You have a year of putting it in a place and you know if it's profitable for you or at least break even scenario for you, supplemental to your regular business flow, whether you should keep it or not. And again, if you're getting just as many to-go orders, just as many deliveries, just as many e-commerce sales as you are in-person brick and mortar, then obviously if it's a 50-50 split, you're going to keep it. If it's 60-40, 70-30, you still should keep it. 80-20, you probably still should keep it. But as you get further down that range, it becomes more of a discussion about is it worth doing this? Is it cannibalizing our in-person or brick and mortar business? Is it really extending us? And then, of course, is there a difference in the profit margin on e-commerce or shipped or delivered items versus things that are purchased in your brick and mortar? So that's another consideration. Again, your audience will show you. Those sales numbers will let you know. People will tell you that they're happy to see you in person or they'll tell you that they are super happy about the convenience of having something shipped to their house or delivered uh, by someone directly to them, contact us, deliver, delivery, things of that nature. So don't worry about turning off or reversing or changing the things you adopted for your business until your consumer tells you that they're ready for you to do that. That leads us, of course, to the biggest change you can ever make in a business, and that is a pivot. And typically, we're not talking about a pivot in a six-month or a 12-month scenario. Typically, pivots are much more of a bigger, major decision. But in 2020, we were forced to pivot certain businesses almost overnight because of COVID-19. There were things that simply could not be done, were not viable, were not going to happen in 2019, 2020, 
because of COVID-19 doubt that 2021 is here and they restrictions, limitations, et cetera, are changing themselves. The idea of do you pivot back or not is in the conversation. Again, a typical situation if I pivot, help a business pivot from a current business model to a new business model because the the, the pivot itself is motivated by the fact that the old, the current, the pivot from model simply failed. It was not working, was not attracting audience, it was not making the right connections, it wasn't profitable, etc. All these reasons that a business model will not work. But you had assets in place, you had skills, talents, technology, something or other that would allow you to do something different. That's a pivot. That's a major change. That's a major investment. The pivot is typically not ever something you pivot back from because you've left the old model because it is proven in normal scenarios. It will not, cannot work. Now you have a situation where you might consider pivoting back, although I strongly recommend that you don't unless your audience forces you to very, very obviously because you've invested so much time and effort. Pivots are not easy. They're not cheap. You have made it happen. You've gotten through the hardest part. You're moving forward. And your audience that you brought along with you or that you attracted brand new because the pivot is a different model, it could attract a different audience. They're going to stick with you. They don't expect you to go back. In fact, many probably don't want you to go back, especially if they're a new audience as opposed to your previous audience. Sometimes replacing an audience is a better scenario than keeping the one that you you had initially. Every situation is different on that, of course. So pivots, something you never do lightly, definitely something you don't plan on being able to pivot back. This situation is completely different. So you might have the opportunity to do that, but I still recommend that you don't do it quickly or lightly. I think you just need to take your time and really put some focus into whether you should do that or not. So now we've talked about adapt, adopt, and pivot. Now what? What do you do? Well, first of all, keep doing what you're doing right now. Until your audience demands that you do something else, absolutely change nothing. Even if you want to, even if you would like to, even if you feel like you would do better by moving back to pre-2020 limitations, pre-adapt, adopt, or pivot, you don't need to and you shouldn't until your audience demands it. Keep doing what you're doing until the audience demands that you do something different. It's that simple. If you have attracted a new audience or if you brought your old audience to this version of your business offering and they're sticking with it, they're happy about it, they have no issues with it, and it's working, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Stick with that. Now, if it isn't working, if the profit margin is too minimal and you have to have profit in order to survive, the only reason that any business survived 2020 is because they had profit in 2019 that sustained them across 2020. It wasn't the government checks. It was profitability that stained businesses through 2020. You need to have a profitable model. It doesn't have to be a monster profit. It doesn't have to be 100, 200, 300% profit margin, but it can't be 5% profit margin either. That's too tight. Somewhere in the middle, depending on your industry, is a normal standard profit margin. You need to be hitting those profit margins. There's no doubt about that. But don't get too quick to go there unless you are in the bottom end of that profit margin and the old model has a much better profit margin. And you feel like because you've talked to, you've listened to, you've had a conversation with your general consumer and your most most specific target consumer that they'll follow you back. So 
if they'll stay with you the way you are, there's profit margin. There's, the idea of going back is unnecessary because it's working, because you can move forward, because your audience is going to stick with it. If they're not, if they're banning you, if there's no profitability in it, or if it's too cumbersome of a project overall, not simply because you don't want it, but simply it is too hard to maintain, too hard to keep staffed, too hard to keep supply, etc. Then you can start to move back. Even then, as you move back, don't try to be quick. Don't try to do a 180. Don't st- stop doing things on Friday and start doing something different on Monday because your audience needs to be pulled along in the process, even if they're the ones who want you to go there. You need to take it incremental. A typical change in your business models are slow and incremental. Now that you're changing back, if that's what you're going to do, your changes should be slow and incremental so that your audience follows along, so that your consumer understands it, so that the transactions stay normal. And every time you change something back or to a different way from the 2020 version, your consumer will follow that path, understand it, it will become intuitive. They'll feel involved and they'll feel like you're doing it to create value for them, not necessarily just value for you. So, Move forward, look forward from where you are today, understand that what you learned over the last year can be incorporated in how you move forward the same way all of your successes and failures are incorporated into how you move a business forward every single day anyways. Don't look back, look forward. Look back to learn lessons, but look forward into how you will utilize those lessons to be successful in the future. Today in the future is the only thing you can actually control. The past is done. Success comes from the ability to manage change. The person or the organization that manages change, positive and negative, the best are the ones who are going to be most successful. You manage negative changes, negative situations, the best you can survive them and come out on the other side able to go forward in a positive way. Managing positive situations, a land run of sales, a a huge burst in popularity, etc. You still could end up shooting yourself in the foot if you don't manage that well. But managing yourself in a positive way is also a great way to be successful in a long-term sustainable way. You don't want to be simply successful for a month or a week or even a year. You want to be successful forever. Sustainability is the key. So managing change is how you become successful. The last year has been nothing but change. It has been nothing but disruption. It has been nothing but doing things in a completely different way. Whether you liked it or not, these things were completely out of your control. The good news was it was also out of the control of all your competitors and all the people that you compete for, for attention and for the dollar. So we're all in the same boat on the level playing field, if you will. Now, as those restrictions lift off of us and how we move forward based on consumers telling us what they like, what they don't, what they want, what they value is how you can gain advantage for yourself, create an advantage situation over your competitor who maybe is more focused on how they want to do things instead of how the consumer will do things. If your decision-making is driven by your consumer, then you have the best opportunity to move forward with those consumers and them attracting new consumers to you as well, new business plus sustainability, all built on the relationships you have with your consumer. It's that simple, but it takes time and thought process. Success comes from managing change. And this is your opportunity to create a great deal of success after a year that you probably didn't see as much success by managing this change process, whether it's moving 
back to what you were doing before or taking those lessons, taking those changes, what you've adapted, adopted, even a pivot and moving it forward in the future, how you manage this change process will determine how successful you will be ultimately and sustainably. You survive the disruption. You survive the restrictions, the limitations, the holdback. You survive the thing that no one was planning for and that no one wanted to happen. So now you can thrive. Again, much like our metaphor of spring, you have survived a winter. You have stay, stayed viable. You have stayed sustainable. And now it is a time for rebirth. You don't have to change everything back. You don't have to go back to what you would call the normal because every day is a change in normal. Every day is something different than the past. You can't control the past. You can't go back on it. And it's not a new normal moving forward because everything changes anyways. Everything is a new normal. It simply is normal. So be normal Handle the change as best as possible. Take all the lessons you learned, all the tools you put into place. Let your consumer guide you. Keep them happy. Keep them feeling involved. Keep them seeing the value in your business offering and what you do for them as a consumer, for what you do as your community, and how you fit into the economic ecosphere. And if you do all these things, manage that change properly, you have a great opportunity to be very, very successful. That's the conversation today here on the Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. I appreciate you guys spending this time with me, having this conversation. I hope it helped. If you want to know more about Adopt Adopt Pivot, you can check out the Neo Marketing Podcast playlist of COVID-specific episodes on iTunes and YouTube. It's also on the website, thegoldengroup.com, and I will put it in the show descriptions and links below. So, uh, hopefully that helps you guys. Hopefully it motivates you. Hope sh- you can take that spring rebirth metaphor, refresh yourself, and move forward in a great way. Until next week, good luck. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.